0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we've talked about self-hypnosis in a prior show. Today, I'm going to give you actual self-hypnosis techniques that you can put to use, uh, not during the show preferably, because I want you to listen, but after the show. (laughs) We'll be right back.
0: Get ready for the Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
1: Hey, what's going on, people? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Wahoo! And as a bonus, this is great. We're in a brand new space. For those of you watching on Facebook Live, uh, check out the new digs. We are actually in downtown Detroit. Yes, we are. We are not in Northville. We're in the downtown Detroit we Podcast have- Detroit, Northville Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of Detroit's in there. We're at the Detroit. And we're, and we're oh, yeah. at the Detroit Shipping Company. Correct. So Absolutely we're, correct. We're at the Podcast Detroit, Detroit Studios at the Detroit Shipping Company. Correct. It is uh, how many, uh, what, 30-some shipping containers
0: all fused into one? There's some eateries here. There's a stage when things are Pre-COVID, you know, we
1: would have live acts here. Yeah, and, absolutely. And 80s night once a month. and I, I, I've never been in the Detroit Shipping Company, but um, I, w- I was just going to, like, postpone the podcast because I'm hungry and there's a <laughs> lot of food downstairs.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> as I walked through to get up here, I'm like, oh, boy, I, I, I need something to eat. Uh, so, yeah, we're here. With me is Matt, as always, Matt Fox. You know, uh, thank you for letting me move with you. Oh, well, Ab, my pleasure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, could sit here and try and do it by myself. But, you, you, uh, and you would be amazing at it. I've just, well, just added value. Well, well, that's true. You Well, you add value. That's the key thing. <laughs> that That's the great thing. I mean, you know. <laughs>
0: oh, good for you. Uh, I couldn't help myself. Uh, oh,
1: Absolutely. So let me tell you where you can find me, people. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all of my information, my podcast page, along with my shop, and all kinds of other cool things. You can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. And when I say Hypno, I don't mean hip, like H-I-P-N-O, I I mean H-Y-P-N-O, because I don't know anybody who's a Hypnotist. Right. H-I-P. <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven! And you can find me on Patreon. Also, Patreon is a creator site um, where you can support artists who are putting stuff out, such as podcasts or other things. And um, a very minimal contribution per month, uh, but it helps me out and helps me to keep the show running and, and kind of do cool things. So you can find me there as well. And as we do on every episode. We are giving away a bunch of free stuff. My free hypnosis guide is available as usual. Also, my Hypnosis for Confidence MP3 download is also available. And I want to plug something that uh, I know I've teased it in a couple prior episodes. Um, My Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide course. It's an online course, and that will be releasing actually, let me let me preface this. It will be releasing near the end of the month, but there is a live webinar on march twenty second. So just keep that date open. i'll I'll plug more of this on my on my Facebook and also on the website as that time approaches. But if it's something you might be interested in it's a free webinar, and you can join me on march twenty second at ten a m. Eastern Standard Time for that webinar to learn more about that course. And that's, again, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. And I think that's all the plugs I have for myself. It's time. We know what time it is. (laughs) Did you hear all that?
0: (laughs) That's how winning is
1: done. All right. So this... uh, uh, and I know you, you guys live out on East Side more so. So yeah. but there was a huge story going on downriver a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Long story short, this dog ended up on the Detroit River on the ice. Oh my goodness, yeah. Did you see that story? I've seen a few stories this year with that, actually. Right? With uh, dogs the, being saved. This yeah. one was just recent, like within the he was just rescued like a week, week and a half ago. So, so making a long story short, this dog somebody was on the, on the shoreline on the Detroit side, and it was closer. I, I'm not sure how. It was more like Ecorse area, I think, because because it, it was in the um in the Facebook group downriver. Um, mm. um I forgot. It's it's a downriver uh, Facebook group. Ecorse sounds about right. Um, so. So somehow the dog got onto the ice. But the problem is whether he was chased out there, I, people were speculating he got chased by a coyote or something. I don't mm. know about that. But he ended up on the ice. And the issue here was that the ice started breaking up and he couldn't get off. Oh, right. So he was on the river, on the ice for four days. Okay. I was expecting a few hours. No. Four days? Yes. Wow. And this was about three weeks ago when the temperatures were in the teens. Right. Yes. Wow. And and what happened was, and it was really bizarre because I was following it on that Facebook group. And again, you have everybody giving their input. So you don't know what's accurate and what's just speculation. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, oh, the dog's gone. I think he drowned. Oh, I haven't seen him for four hours. Oh, I just saw him yesterday, and it was like it, it turned into like a Bigfoot story. Like, have you seen him? No, I haven't seen him. What do you, you know, or, or some say? Oh, yeah, I saw him yesterday, and they're like, no, he wasn't out there yesterday. He so. was
0: seven feet crazy? tall.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. So I was kind of following this along. So again, long story short, I'll read. I'll read some of the story, and we can kind of finish up on on the if on the facts on this. So more than $10,000 have been raised by donors for a miracle dog who was found Saturday after four freezing days stranded along or on the ice on the Detroit River. Ah. The dog, named Alfonso by the rescuers, was captured Saturday afternoon after four days in frigid temperatures by a boater from Windsor, Ontario. The rescue followed an international effort that involved Americans and Canadians on both sides of the Detroit River. Uh, The donations will be used for the dog's medical care uh the one-year-old male dog was shown recovering at the animal hospital in a blue and beige sweater sunday morning in a facebook page update uh because alfonso's fur was so matted by the snow and ice mm-hmm. uh, most of it was shaved off ah. so um there there are a lot of people involved with this as far as as far as saving this dog and I'm, i don't know if they have the ex- specific name Oh, I know. It was Jude Mead of J&J Marine in Windsor. He was the one that went out there because people were saying they were calling like the animal control and calling uh, police. And they all said, we can't do anything. Right. He's out. He's out in the middle of the river on ice. It's too dangerous. He's on we your can't side get there. No, he's on your well, yeah, side. He's probably like right no, on no. the right on the border. No, no, he's on your side. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, you get him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he ended up at Woodva- Woodhaven Animal Hospital and and they uh, this is uh, and I've never heard this either but uh, I guess Woodhaven Woodhaven Animal Hospital has a hyperbaric chamber. Really? Yeah, for animals to to help them recover. Wow. I'd never heard of a veterinarian having a hyperbaric chamber. Hmm. I mean, I know like professional athletes they can afford that. Well, didn't Michael Jackson had a
0: hyperbaric chamber, right? He, <laughs> he had a lot his of things. Thing. He had his,
1: brought his monkey in there. Yeah, with well, all yeah, the time, right? yeah he, he had a lot of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had a
1: brain like a chicken. <laughs> bawk, bawk. <laughs> so anyway, um, winner of the week is are the people involved in this rescue, which was Jude Mead of J&J Marine, uh, Lucretia Greer, which is a veterinarian at the Woodhaven Animal Hospital, and uh, the River Rouge Animal Shelter, who all kind of pitched in to— Rescue the dog, get him treatment, you know, nurse him back to health, and he's doing fine now. All right. I uh, Hey, Jude. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> hey Jude. Jude. Thanks, Jude. Thanks, <laughs> Jude. So that is our winner of the week. That's
0: how winning is done. Alan Benson Al- checked
1: F- in. Alan, what's going on, Alan? He Liking said, the new digs? He is. You said enjoy the new, uh, the ah, new studio. Nice. Awesome. Yep. Alan checks in every week. He does. Wait, Alan, I always always have to give you a shout out. (laughs) I can do it for you. (laughs) My my mouse is very crazy. There we go. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for checking in, Alan. Um, (laughs) Just as an update for for the people who are listening, um, speaking of Alan, there's a connection here. So Alan listens to the podcast. And long story short, he actually went to high school with my wife, Mm -hmm. which I found out along the way. But his wife works at Madonna University, and I just taped a TV show there last week. You mentioned and that she yes. was the host, uh, "Celebrate Michigan," which airs on uh, Channel Twenty um, yeah. at five AM on Saturday. So I, I want w- everybody I... to be up <laughs> four fifty on Saturday. Have coffee. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever. Yes. Must, <laughs> must
0: watch TV. Have coffee. Yes. <laughs> So what, yeah, and, uh, what were some of the
1: things that you talked about? You no more. Uh, we talked about hypnosis. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's Taco Friday again for Alan, too. Oh, Taco yep. Friday. Yep, Taco Friday. So, yeah, everybody get up with your coffee at 5 a.m. Uh, on Saturday. And I don't know if it's a Saturday. I'll let you know, though. <laughs> coffee makes me a mite nervous
0: when I drink it. Mm, tacos yeah, do, it too. So.
1: Yeah, tacos <laughs> make you nervous. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> So yeah, that that's that's my my long story and, and kind of a distant connection to Alan. So Alan, thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So today, folks, we're talking about self hypnosis. And I know we did a podcast on this a while back, just in general on on self hypnosis and kind of how to generally do it and what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give you specific techniques today. I'm gonna to tell you exactly how the steps to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're being 12. Oh no, I no. Like I have a 12-year-old here in the studio <laughs> with me. You you know what's fun about the new space and and those of you watching you're seeing my face right now but yeah. but we're very close proximities here, here. which makes hold, it which makes it a lot of fun. Hold, hold on a second. Because Let we me change that. We we used to lock Matt in the closed room, you know, and, and yeah. Yeah, so yeah, right. there we are. There we are. There's everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah. So the 12 year old uh, sitting up near the camera. <laughs> <laughs> taco
0: <laughs> night. It's like most people call that taco night on Friday. Most people call that date night. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, wait, I here, here you me. go. I had to share. That escalated quickly. Yeah, I mean that really got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, that really got out of hand. <laughs> it <hit> really did.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. So, folks, we're talking about self hypnosis techniques. So, we're going to start off with the first one is autosuggestion. Now, sounds like a fancy two words put together for no reason, but A U T O auto, auto A U T O auto, A-U-T-O okay. suggestion. All right, um, it's it's not anywhere like nah, I wouldn't even go into that. <laughs> But uh, this was developed by an approach that was developed by a French pharmacist called Emile mm-hmm. Um He lived in from 1857 to 1926. So and he's famous for coining this term, which he used when they were doing these these uh, auto suggestion sessions with clients that every day in every way I'm getting better and better. That was kind of his his mantra or his uh, uh, saying that that he would encourage people to say that to themselves, as to kind of reinforce positive beliefs and feelings. Can you repeat what he's saying yep. again? Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Okay. In um, another famous quote from him is the quote: "I have never cured anyone in my life. All I do is show people how they can cure themselves." Hmm. Which is actually very insightful, because being a therapist and a hypnotherapist, that I don't have any special powers, whether people think I might do. I'm very important. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> 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 hey, but Matt and I have to add that on the end every time. <laughs> but
0: here's a: you are insightful. You are an insightful individual, so you're able to look in between what people are actually saying and figure out how to help them. Huh? How to help themselves, I should say. Huh? Huh? I'm insightful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but that's really I'm a guide. And, and I use that term a lot, too. I just guide people to where they want to go and, and help them find the ways to get there. So back to back to, the auto-suggestion is really a method that is affirmations, it's affirmations and repetition hmm. and and I don't know if you guys have ever known someone or you don't have to admit it here if you've ever been involved in these multi level marketing companies, hmm. but you know they're they're the people who put the 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 quotes on their mirror and and they you know they do dream boards of the of the mansion that they're going to own one day, right, you know those kind of things, which i, I I'm making fun of, but at the same time. They're having a vision for the future and, and they're they're setting their mindset to be successful. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they all do, but 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 this, the, the theory is that if you have affirmations to yourself and they're positive, you're going to feel better about it. That is the whole point of auto-suggestion. The second way or the second technique I'm going to teach you or tell you about, let me go back to affirmations before because I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. Affirmations simply are positive statements that you just repeat over and over to yourself. So say, for example, that you feel you feel depressed. Your affirmation to yourself, that self-statement would be, I feel happier. And we're going to go back and use uh, uh statement. Hmm. Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. You can put whatever words in there you want. Keep the first line every day in every way. And if you're feeling depressed, you say, I'm getting happier and happier. Ah. If you're anxious, you say, I'm getting calmer and calmer. Ah. If you're poor, you're saying, I'm getting richer and richer. <laughs> but if you want to set a mindset, that's exactly mean, how you would do it. And if you're mean, I'm getting and friendlier you, and friendlier. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. nicer and nicer. <laughs> and then, you know, you can tell people, tell you to, that you're not. Or if you're rich, oh, great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. great. I'm getting poorer and poor. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you don't want the money, you could do that. <laughs> So it's affirmations repetitive affirmations that is the auto suggestion technique. Hmm. Now we're going to move into to technique 2 which is the autogenic. Now it's, it sounds similar but it's a little bit different. The autogenic technique was developed by a German psychiatrist Johannes Heinrich Schultz. Repeat that two times faster. Johannes Heinrich See I <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God. Wait. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I can I'll write it and Fuck I'll do it live. It. Fucking face sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Johannes Heinrich Schultz. Johannes? We'll do it live. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I just played it. <laughs> we Jamie. Just Jamie, played does, it, yeah. Jamie doesn't have the headphones on, so he, can't, he, hear, he can't hear the drops. He yeah. knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so the autogenic training is it's a desensitization desensitization and relaxation technique. And the it's based on three main principles. The first one is reduction of unpleasant stimulation, Hmm. Um, as dirty as that sounds. Uh, It's not not dirty unless you want your mind to go there. (laughs) Right, but mine mine often stays there. (laughs) Um, It's a mental repetition of a verbal formula and passive concentration. Now, I know that sounds even contradictory. To concentrate, you have to be kind of involved, but, mm-hmm. but he calls it passive concentration. So I'll give you an exercise that you can do that's an autogenic type of relaxation or hypnosis technique. Self-hypnosis technique. Yeah, self-hypnosis technique. Absolutely. Right. So you get yourself in a relaxed position, take a deep breath in and out, close your eyes, and you say to yourself, my hands are warm and heavy. My hands are warm and heavy and, and you you say that to yourself until you have a feeling in your hands hmm. and it doesn't matter and, and it doesn't matter to the degree. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you feel like your hands are on fire or if you just feel that they're just slightly warmer. The whole point here is that you feel a change. It's different from when you started, right? That's the big thing. So you say to yourself, my hands are heavy and warm and then if they feel heavy, then, then you, you've, you've changed, you've set that mindset to make that your reality. And this, this approach, the autogenic approach can be very effective for pain relief because mm. if you're feeling pain, especially those who deal with chronic pain, you get into that relaxed state. And the, the autogenic way of self hypnotizing would say to yourself, I'm feeling less pain. I don't feel the pain in my back. I don't feel the heat. I don't feel that pinch. Um, and and you're you're saying that in that relaxed state, and you'll notice
0: that there's a change in the way you feel. So let me ask the question: Is that almost like trying to reset the synapses
1: in your brain? Yes, and most of these techniques are are really designed to do that because because really hypnosis is all about changing underlying subconscious thinking habits. Mm-hmm. That That's that's what hypnosis is for. It's what it does. And when you change that subconscious thinking pattern, you change feelings and behaviors. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's changing those connections, those 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 huh. resetting those synapses. And that's why when people visualize things, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to come back to visualization. OK, Keep, put stick that in your hat, Matt. I will. I yeah, will do that. Yes, because I'm good enough.
0: <laughs> I'm strong enough. And Gosh, darn it. People, people like, like me. me.
1: No, no, <laughs> don't shut me up. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> so that's the autogenic technique. You're 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 giving statements to yourself to change the way you feel physically, and that changes the way you think mentally. The third one, and probably one that most everyone is is probably familiar with, it's called progressive muscle relaxation, hmm. and that is just starting in an area whether it's your head or your feet and you just tense up individual muscle groups Mm. so if if you're starting at your head you just kind of squint your forehead and then you kind of focus on squinting your eyes and then move down to your mouth and your nose Mm. and then your neck so you tighten the muscles and release tighten release then you move on to the next muscle it's like your kegels kegels exactly in different areas yeah (laughs) so as you do that progressively you work from one end to the other and eventually your whole body is relaxed so that and progressive muscle relaxation is probably the longest of these techniques but it is very effective for people who especially people who have that feeling like they're always tense and their shoulders are always hurting and their necks always stiff and mm-hmm. you know they're just you know, always on just a ball of, of just energy. I
0: will find myself tensing up, you know, throughout Monday through Friday, I'll find myself tensing up and all of a sudden I have to remember, you know, I'll shrug my shoulders, hold it for about 10 seconds yep. and then just let it go.
1: That's exactly it. And that, that is a, that is progressive muscle relaxation. It, it's tensing the muscle and then releasing, but hold it, hold yes. on to that for a few moments, yep. right? Yep. Hold, right. hold, hold it. And, and feel that tenseness and just let it go. And then you'll notice a significant difference when you release and, and relax those muscles. Like it. And, and, and when hypno- back you know, hundreds of years ago, uh, when people started hypnosis, there was all, all different ways that you could lead somebody or perform hypnosis or do an induction is what we call it. Hmm. And a lot of the early folks would use progressive mu- muscle relaxation to get somebody into that relaxed state. Until, you know, some of the better ones, right? Um, I would say better ones, some of the more advanced people figured out quicker ways to get there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, I mean, why spend a half hour doing progressive muscle relaxation if I can get you into a relaxed state in five minutes or two minutes? Well, yeah, <sighs> I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at, at what point does it not help? Does progressive muscle relaxation mm-hmm. not help? Correct. Oh, I think it always helps. Oh. All right. I, I think it's, it's a good way to spend. So some, some people will meditate. They will sit and meditate with their mind, but you can do the same thing with your body and, and just do this progressive muscle relaxation. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, it, it would help. It would help every time, but it, yeah. it's got
0: to be continuous. It's got to be a practice that you have to yes. do. It's got to be yes. something that,
1: Oh, I did it three times and it didn't work. Well, right? I'm telling you, if you do it once, you will feel better in that moment. All right. But it's like anything else; you have to make it a habit to be consistent. There's a commitment. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The third, fourth. We're on our fourth technique. This one is called image streaming. Um. So I I kind of compare this to like when you read a novel, and in your mind, the pictures of what's happening is in your head. You're Mm. you're you're streaming the images of what you what you perceive as they're telling you with words. Mm. So what you can do is. You can imagine that you're part of a story. Let's say that you are um, wanting to be successful. You, You play that story in your head and see yourself in that position being successful and doing the things successful people do. Like the heroine, almost?
0: not heroin not not, not, not the, her- drug. the drugs no not the drug <laughs> but the heroin of the story itself
1: yeah or 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 the hero or mm-hmm. or whatever whatever other thing that you would picture yourself or picture that position in mm-hmm. and and i kind of um it's kind of like just getting lost in the visual imagery of something um mm-hmm. uh, it's like when you watch a movie you, you you're you can watch a movie and all that visualizations given to you mm-hmm. because it's on screen they've made it and i and like when when you've read a book and then see the movie and you think that's not how I picture this character, Clan of the Cave Bear, because you, you had your own image and you had your own image in your head of what that character was supposed to be, and it's not the same. I
0: read Clan of the Cave Bear, yep, yep. all nine hundred flipping pages of it, and then when the movie came out, I was thoroughly disappointed at the age of nine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: probably one of your many disappointments. Cool. Yeah, I, I was very young. <laughs> yes, yeah, but but no, you make a good point, Matt, because you're you're. You're seeing something that came from somebody else's mind, even mm. though the story is there, it's not how you visualized it. And that's why for most people, I would say, always say the movie's never as good as the book, which
0: actually brings me to more of a more of a time period this time period, yeah, Harry Potter, yes right yep the 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 way that j k. Rowling displayed the characters in the book, yep, and the way they did with the movies themselves, yep. A
1: lot of people were very if if you if you're a Harry Potter geek out there, not that that's a bad thing. No, I'm not, but I'm, not. I'm a geek for other things. Right, but um, uh, but if you read the books bef- if you read all of those books before you saw the movie, mm-hmm. definitely it would not meet your expectation Absolutely of what they not. should have looked like. Right. It's just a fact. Right. and and many of the many of the book book lovers will tell you that. Uh, one of the uh, one of the characters in question
0: was uh, Dobby. Oh, yeah, right. Dobby, they did not go into the backstory of Dobby in any really any way shape or form. no in the, in the books in the in the movies. Oh, in the movies, okay, okay, because they had a huge backstory about how you know, they were repressed, you know, the elves were repressed in themselves mm-hmm. um, and they didn't touch that at all during the movies.
1: Well, and, and I, I'll give you another good example of that one. And not that I know, I don't know why I know this. Cause I'm, I, I've read one of the books and I've seen a couple of the movies, so I'm not totally into it, but um, Hermione was not supposed to be like a cute little girl that became attractive. She, she actually in the books had like, like buck teeth and, mm-hmm. and just was not attractive. Right. But she was a know-it-all. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so th- that's image streaming. It's creating those images in your mind and it, it helps you helps you see yourself in these situations that you want to be in and, and promotes that change or that activity or that mental shift to that area. Fair. Our next technique is called mindfulness. And I'm going to put mindfulness down into, into a simple four-word four statement. Living in the present. Most people that come into my office that are dealing with things like anxiety, depression, um. Things that, that they're worried about. Oh, I did this, you know, when I was 21 and, and, you know, I'm worried about what's going to happen next year or next month. They're always living in the past or the future. Mm -hmm. They're never living in right now. Yeah. And, and they're they're always trying to get five or six or 10 steps ahead and, and worry about what's going to happen. And, and mindfulness is just really getting yourself to sit and just focus on the present right now we're sitting in this studio doing a podcast. There's mm-hmm. nothing before or after right now. This is our this is our present. This is our right now. This is the reality that we're in. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people spend a lot of times worrying and fretting about the past and mm-hmm. things that happened. And, and and believe me, I know there there are traumatic situations for a lot of people that have happened in younger years or as children. Um but if you stay in that, if you stay in the past, that's always going to affect you. Mm. So mindfulness actually, just as on a side note, it comes from the word sati, s a t i, hmm. which is a significant element of the Buddhist traditions of Zen. In the now, mm-hmm. that's Zen, yeah. Yep. In the now, just being being in the present and just being totally and completely uh, at ease or or level or feeling good
0: mm. yep i like the zen you know that, and that that's why you know we're taking a picture that's right yeah, now that is. is a moment yep. in time yep. that that uh you said Sat sati
1: sati okay yeah that, sati that, that's like right in this moment yep all right absolutely and and the last one i want to end on is visualization that's our last technique but visualization is really just playing out what you want to happen in your mind now it's very similar to the image streaming but this one is more that you're 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 putting yourself in a position and replaying it over and and this is this is a good example um for athletes that that are training yes To to visualize themselves doing whatever it is they do if you play baseball you visualize yourself standing in the batter's box You see the ball coming and you see it as big as a watermelon and Mm -hmm. you're able to just make perfect contact every time And and with visualization As matt mentioned earlier that that fires the same synapses It does as if you were doing the actual physical act wow, so you're training your mind And it's firing the same synapses that would fire if you were actually swinging a bat so they're all connected They're all connected and that goes back to tr- training your mind and, and having that mental training because, mm-hmm. you know, you probably know there are probably a million examples of athletes that were super talented, mm-hmm. but they just sucked because <laughs> they didn't have the mental part. Right. They, they, they couldn't. They had that physical skill. Golf, but, golfers in themselves, they, uh-huh.
0: the reason why they're so successful in what they do, the very successful one, your Phil Mickelsons, your Tiger Woods, is they would visualize themselves you know, yep. stepping up yep. to the ball. The swing, yep. the hitting of the ball, where the, it would the go. the whole process. Yeah. Yes. it's just it just it drives my mind nuts yep. just to learn what they went
1: through, right, and what and, they go through every swing. And and again, you can physically train for those things. You can hit a ball a thousand times, but if you're never really if you're never really focused on on, on Having that mindset, mm-hmm. um, that I, again, that's why so many talented athletes just bomb out of whatever league they go in because sure. they didn't have the mental fortitude. <sighs> I, I don't know if you're a football fan, but I go way back to when Peyton Manning was drafted and there was a big argument who was going to be drafted one, two. And you know who the second draft pick was, was, was Ryan it? Leaf. <laughs> that was the USC quarterback, wasn't it? I believe so. Yes. Or right. Ryan, Ryan Leaf. I thought he was a uh, lineman. Nope. No, nope, oh. he was quarterback. Was he
0: quarterback? All right. And it was the
1: same draft as Peyton Manning. There was debate. Oh, who, which one, which one should go first? And oh. Ryan Leaf bombed just psychologically. He just bombed. I mean, there's so many videos of him flipping out in the locker room and with oh. reporters and just losing it. So good hate to him. pick on Ryan Leaf if he's listening. Sorry. Sorry, sorry bud. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> great Odin's raven. <laughs> So those are the, the techniques, folks, to help you do self-hypnosis. So if you want to look at the show notes, look it up, look at the website, find the show notes for this episode, mm-hmm. and you can find these listed. And, and try these. Try different techniques. Try combination of techniques and find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. The great thing is, Whatever one works, use it. That's the one that can help you relax and change your thinking and make positive changes and, and, and get results in your life. The tensing of muscles, that does help me quite a yep. bit throughout the day. Absolutely. Because there are so yep. many things that we face
0: throughout the day. You know what? Tense it up, mm-hmm. shrug your shoulders, hold it for 10 seconds, yep.
1: and then let it go. And, and I tell people, if nothing else, don't, don't even, we don't get in depth with this whole information I give you in the podcast. Just stop, close your eyes, and take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Just that will reset people and and you'd be amazed how better you would feel just doing that. Take a walk. So next episode, people, we're going to be talking about, since we just ended on visualization and sports, we're doing something kind of fun because we haven't done a top 10 list in a long time. Surprise. I know. We're going to do our top 10 sports movies. Oh, shoot. Let me start writing my list. Visualization and sports. We're going to lead right into that. Love it. So, folks, stay with us for next episode where we count down my top 10 sports movies. And you can argue with me and scream and call me an asshole if you want. But uh, it's my list and my show. If you're on Facebook Live, (laughs) stick around and uh, make sure you yell at them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, folks. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time.